Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. about to listen to the dr dahlia show sassy stimulating medical talk radio any medical advice dr dahlia wax gives on her show should not be substituted for an actual visit to your medical provider and now here's dr dahlia doctor, doctor, give me the news i got a bad case loving you all right we are back at the dr dahlia show thank you all for tuning in 1877 doc dolly 1877 doc pandemic how many of you walked into a business or a doctor's office or a store and there was a sticker on the ground and you had to stand on that sticker and the person behind you was on another sticker and you weren't supposed to go off the sticker if you had a kid you had to spread out and put that kid on its own sticker and businesses had to buy the stickers and i gotta tell you those stickers were pretty expensive You had to, if you had a waiting room, tape off chairs or remove chairs and bolt chairs down so they were six feet apart. And how many of you, when you were doing this, asked, is this really helping? Where did they come up with six feet? Now, me as a physician, I'm looking at this and I'm like, that person over there farted and I could smell it. So I'm sorry. That's like 25 feet. And uh, yes, I'm getting exposed. I don't think this six foot thing, this six foot rule is as scientifically sound as they're trying to make it. Well, Dr. Fauci did admit to Congress that no, it wasn't science based. And that obviously uh, has drawn a lot of concern and criticism and then questions as to, okay, well, why did we go through all that? And then, and actually, I mean, people were asked to leave businesses. Businesses were threatened to be closed if they didn't make sure there was six feet apart. Yeah, and and it, it just made no sense. So they, they, Dr. Fauci had said that this just sort of appeared. It just sort of appeared the rule and so when i would look up studies because i would be talking you guys through this and i would say look being away from somebody who's sick obviously helps but is six feet enough and i said no it's not enough because if you have a current or air conditioning or heat or a fan it blows you know how are we doing six feet social distancing on an airplane how are two people in a cockpit doing that? If you're in a cockpit with somebody, even if it's a six-foot-long cockpit, you're probably going to get sick with something. And so one study said, actually, it's three meters, you know, where you know social distancing up to three meters, which is like a little bit over nine feet, uh, um, might prevent fewer droplets from getting to you. And so for those people who say, well, wait a second, I've been following the six foot rule with COVID. It was all about six foot, six feet, six feet, two second rule. No, no two second rule. (laughs) That's a misnomer. No two second rule. If you drop your pizza cheese first on the ground, I'd skip it. I wouldn't eat it. 
Have I dropped pizza on the ground and maybe just eaten the crust that was up? Maybe I have, but I wouldn't eat the cheese. No way. But the six-foot social distancing rule was half-assed. And we called it, we've all, we all agreed that was ridiculous because you could be sitting across from somebody at a table and you still get exposed. So what is the distance of safety? I, I, I'd say another state, you know, you know, I'd say maybe across the street, but I'd say use common sense. If you're sick and you're going into a person's house and it's the dead of winter and there's snow and nobody's going to have the door open or window open, windows open because it's cold and you are going to be going into the kitchen or near the bar area and there's other people, most likely you'll get them sick too. There's exposure. Okay? Don't share cups. Don't share glasses. Don't go to work if you're sick. Because most likely you're going to walk into the you know, the coffee room or the break room and infect other people. When you breathe, you breathe a certain distance. When you sneeze or you cough, it even goes a farther distance. I mean, I think there was one study looking at flushing a toilet seat. That stuff sprayed 20 feet. You don't think a big, achoo! you don't think something like that is going to spray it farther than six feet? So when you look at studies, they're going to say, oh, social distancing helped. Social distancing helped. To me, social distancing is not going to the social event. If there's going to be a, you know, wall-to-wall people at a bar and, you know, there's people there sick, if you're going to be hanging out at a bar, yes, you're probably going to get sick. To me, social distancing is rethink, right, being around others if you're sick, you know, or if you don't want to get sick, uh, you know, if I don't want to get sick, I am not going to be, you know, in, in, uh, bobbing for apples with people. I, I'm just not going to do it because I don't want to get sick. So social distancing really relies on common sense. If you could smell somebody's beer breath or coffee breath, you know, and they're sitting at their desk, you know, you're probably close enough to also get a pathogen. And the the moral of all this is, is we never used common sense. And when a doctor or somebody, you know, challenged it saying, guys, you know, when you say six feet social distancing, the opposite is happening where people are like, oh, you know what? Here's a tape measure. We're mm, six feet. We're good. We could stand right here. You gave people a false sense of security. When you told people that if you got the COVID vaccine, you wouldn't get COVID people were, you know, out there, no mask, whatever, and and, and the, you gave them this false sense of security. Common sense. You know, I understand there was this big narrative, and we bought a whole bunch of shots, and we had to get rid of them, and, you know, we wanted to, you know, have people follow order. But when you mandate masks, did you ever think that people were going to be reusing dirty ones? How does that help public health? We actually did, we actually did less for public health. We actually hurt public health with all these quote-unquote public health measures of mandates than actually going, hey guys, yeah, get a fresh mask if you want. Avoid big social settings or crowds. I, uh, get a vaccine. We have them if you want. Now it's the exact opposite. And nobody trusts the government and nobody trusts public health. 
one eight seven seven Doc Dolly. Doctor Dolly here. Are you tired, gaining weight, burned out, stressed out? Well, how's your dopamine doing? Not sure? Then check out our book, Deploying Dopamine. How you feel right now, how you will feel an hour from now, how you will feel next week is completely reliant on our dopamine. Christian Kalikas and I created Deploying Dopamine, a book that tells you what dopamine is, when it dysfunctions, and how to successfully deploy dopamine when needed. So find Deploying Dopamine on Amazon or drdalia.com today. Addictions can sneak up on us and come in many forms, whether it's drugs, alcohol, sex, video games, porn, or something less obvious such as food, internet, or shopping. Addiction can seem innocent at first and then evolve into an insurmountable evil. In our book, Addiction Basics, Caitlin Kalikas and I dive into the common addictions and provide tips for identifying and preventing these before they sneak in and take over our lives. Addiction Basics can be found on Amazon or on my website, drdalia.com. Check it out. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay Heating Pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay Heating Pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. Who listens to radio at night? EMTs? truck drivers, law enforcement, and many other hardworking people just like you, buying products and services from companies just like yours. Many companies owe their success to radio. It's the engaging medium. Call 877-996-4327 or email advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com. G'day, I'm Jamel that works with Dr. Joel Wallach and the GCN team with Longevity at TeamG'day.com. By becoming an associate, you provide income for you and your family on your own hours while working from home. 
So contact me, Jamel, by filling in the contact box at teamgaday.com and I will get back to you personally and provide all the support you need to get started and build your longevity business. Teamgaday.com. Teamgaday.com. Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor-endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to Nutramedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutralized the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888 212 8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Show. Thank you all for tuning in. one 877 docdali Big thanks to Genesis Communications Network for making the show happen. Big thanks to Jason, our producer. And big thanks to you all for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Dr. Dahlia and on Facebook, the Dr. Dahlia Show. So for years, people have said that if you are an only child, you're going to be more depressed. And that only child children badly suffer because they didn't have a room full of siblings. And I um, didn't really know what to make of that because most of my friends or friends' kids, when a family could only have one, a child seemed to do fine. Um, uh, uh, I love having brothers and sisters. In fact, it's my baby brother's birthday. Happy birthday, Jake. Happy birthday, little boy. Um, you know, I, I love having brothers and sisters, but I, I would think it's kind of the opposite. I would think if you do have brothers and sisters, depending on the relationships you have with them, there could be mixed you know, results with that. So this study, this latest study now came out of China. So maybe they just wanted everybody to kind of calm down that they didn't get to have enough kids because of all the restrictions that they used to have. Actually, this this was there was research coming out of China that this, I think, followed where um, it, teens with no siblings had the best mental health overall. So in China, they're saying it's okay if you don't have siblings. Researchers at Ohio State University looked at the mental health of teenagers in the U.S. to those in China who tend to have fewer siblings, and they found that U.S. children with just one or no siblings displayed better mental health issues like anxiety and depression than those with multiple siblings. So this idea of having a big family that's really, really good for everybody is it. Yeah, which is worse, having a family where you have older brother and older sister you know, beating up on you and the younger brothers and sisters getting you in trouble or having nobody 
to play with. Nobody to, you know, be able to shield the parents. If the parents are in a bad mood, yeah, go take it out on my sibling and not me. You know, I, um, I'm mixed on this. And, and as a physician, I don't think we have enough studies to say one or the other. You know, now, why would, shall we say, a child with no other siblings, why would they be more mentally, uh, why would that be an, an, a, an advantage? Well, it could be that if somebody doesn't have a sibling, they had to learn how to do self-play. They had to learn how to be more creative. They had to learn how to socialize with other kids and be able to make bonds with other individuals. Uh, Honestly, I think people with siblings did too. I did that. Uh, But maybe that's one reason. You know, maybe it's because they have a special relationship with their parents that they didn't have to split, that, that they got all the attention. They got all the resources. Rather than, well, we got to take care of Johnny and, blah, 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 you know, it's, it's all about them. You know, they don't have to share a bed with multiple siblings. They don't have to have hand-me-downs. They get to be more spoiled. Could be. And it doesn't mean spoiled in terms of monetary sense. It's that they don't have to, you know, with fewer resources that have to be split up, you seem to benefit more. Uh, whereas with siblings, and again, I see both sides, but with siblings, you know, if you were bullied by a sibling, if your siblings are toxic, if you are watching these movies and TV and seeing friends where their siblings are their blood brothers and blood sisters, and you don't have that, you don't get along with your sibling, you feel like something's wrong with you. On the other end... I think having siblings are fantastic because you have somebody that by duty of DNA bond has to listen to you when you call them. You have a automatic buddy. You have an automatic playmate. If nobody wishes you a happy birthday, you'll always get a call usually or you know, most of them from your siblings. You have somebody you could rely on. In fact, I think siblings, you know, I'm always fascinated by the evolutionary advantage. Why would Darwin, or not Darwin, why would God, or why would in nature, we be born into a den of siblings who want to beat the crap out of you? How does that help you from an evolutionary standpoint? Cain killed Abel. You know, there was jealousy over... Uh, you know, the birthright, things like that. Well, because, as I've said before, I think it's a dry run. I think if you've had siblings, you really know how to work with people. You really know how to navigate, maneuver, negotiate. Now, if if you have an older sibling that made your life hell, bosses are nothing compared to that. Now, if you have a baby brother or sister that made your life hell, yeah, and you were able to figure out how to overcome that. If you could survive 18 years of your siblings, you're ready for anything on this planet. And so personally, I, I think it really depends. I, and, and with any of these studies, I really think it depends. You know, um, uh, you know, I've, I've seen individuals where I think the studies would also be, uh, 
uh, interesting is looking at the families where there are siblings, but the siblings move out and there's a child that was born 20 years later from the oldest sibling. So that child now has older parents and they're basically being raised like an only child because all the siblings are out of the house. That would be an interesting study too. You know, how did everybody fare or was it, you know, you know, personally, I think there should also be studies on older parents versus younger parents. You know, I've seen that the way older parents parent are a little different than the way younger parents parent. And I think older parents, I think some of these children really are helicoptered. They're more babied. They have more of a uh, guilt trip if they leave their parents. I mean, you know, the when you're a younger parent, like my boys, I told them, uh, leave. They were three years old. And I go, you want to move out? Go. See ya. <laughs> you know, Brock was in the back of my car. I forget, I think it was three, four years old going, I want a new mommy. Okay. You want a new mommy? Good. See ya. What do I want to be a? Get out of the car. Oh, I'm just joking. Oh, yeah. What do you guys want for Hanukkah or Christmas? I want a new mommy. Get the hell out of here. Fine by me. But when you're older, you're like, oh, no, why? Oh, why do you want to know? What am I doing? Oh, no, you're not going to take care of me. Because when you're older, you're like, who's going to take care of me? The kids. So you want to have that bond and you almost, you know, enshrine them into, you know, your life. So you, so Honestly, I think, you know, it depends on the parents. It depends on how the siblings treated you. It depends on your social network. You know, only children, most of the only children I know, I have cousins who are only children. They're, they're, they're fantastic. They're doing fantastic because maybe they didn't have to go through all the trials and tribulations that they had to with siblings. There's also a lot of baggage. There's a lot of drama you have to take on. You know, and some of these single single individuals don't have the drama. But, um, uh, you know, if you are having depression, you know, if you are feeling isolated, okay, and you are an alone child, and you say, well, it's because I was a single child. It was because I didn't have siblings. I'm telling you right now, there are many of us with siblings that do feel alone, too. Uh, it's, it's, it's everybody. And, you know, we're... If you notice, there's a lot of studies kind of looking at why are we so depressed. I I tell you why we're depressed. We're depressed because our goals are different. Because we're so easily satiated now where you don't have to earn something and then get that euphoria when you finally, you know, are able to save up enough money to for a movie ticket to go and see the movie. We we have entertainment at our fingertips. We have all sorts of uh, fake food we're eating and consuming. How is that helping our moods? It's because we don't know what our future is going to look like rather than, okay, I'm going to work hard. And if I work hard, this is what I'm going to have right now. There's no rhyme or reason who gets what. And the rules are changing every day. And you also see a lot of bad things going on in this on this planet now that we have access to news. And I think we should be aware. But, uh, you know, you realize life isn't la la land. You realize at any time. You know, a, a a group of individuals could come into your country or your concert or whatever and rape and murder and behead at any moment that you're not always safe. You know, and, and so having a sibling might help, not having a sibling might help. But if you at all are anxious or depressed, talk to somebody about it. You're not alone. One eight seven seven Doc Dolly, don't go away.
complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented Made in America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. walloffire.com. USA News Update. On Capitol Hill, a government shutdown clock is now counting down once again. By January 19th, Congress needs to pass roughly a dozen spending bills or parts of the government go unfunded. It has become crystal clear that it will take more than a week to finish the appropriations process. Democratic Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, who announced an earlier spending deal with new Republican House Speaker Mike Johnson, but there's been some pushback in the days since. Several House conservatives are speaking against the deal because it does not include deep enough spending cuts. Hunter Biden is pleading not guilty to federal tax charges in California. The president's son arrived at the arraignment Thursday in downtown Los Angeles. Entering his plea, he faces three felony and six misdemeanor charges and stands accused of failing to pay taxes, among other things. Hunter could face sentencing of up to 17 years in prison if convicted there. I'm Ryan Daniels, USA News. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. It's obvious the unthinkable continues. Most Americans know something very wrong is happening. People in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. But you know better. That's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage. You should, too. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, are the ones you can trust. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $200 on each three-month food kit you purchase. My Patriot Supply also sells solar generators, gravity-powered water filters, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship that same day and arrive quickly on your doorstep in unmarked boxes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. 
Time is running out to prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com Show one eight seven seven Doc Dolly one eight seven seven D O C D A L I. Don't forget to follow us on um, Twitter at Doctor Dahlia and on Facebook the Doctor Dahlia Show. I apologize. I'm going to put this one up on Facebook Live. Some of you like the videos, so I'm trying to do it. It's just you have to forgive me. I'm not very tech savvy, so it's hard to kind of do videos and radio at the same time. So, uh, uh, as many of you are, you know dealing with the weather, looking at where you want to travel. I am starting to travel less by plane. I'm not a big airplane fan. I mean, I'm grateful when I have to take one to New York because I don't want to drive to New York. Uh, I'm very grateful to take a plane if I ever have to go overseas. But if I could go someplace where I could just drive there, I do. And so I'm going to California this weekend, and I drive. Usually I drive. I don't think I've ever really flown into Los Angeles. For me, I can make the trip in under four hours without speeding, holding in my pee. But <laughs> I trust me, I'm not speeding when I make it there in under four hours. But where I need to go, I could do. And then I like having my car because then I could go wherever I need to. I'm not a big Uberer or Lifter. I think it's cool. I've done it. But I just, I'm so old school that I, I just want to rely on my car, even though there's no place to park when you go to SoCal. But there's um, been talk of a train that would take you from Vegas to Southern California or Southern California to Vegas. And this has been something that has been talked about for decades. Well, it's starting to finally become a reality. It's called Brightline. And I'm hearing that they are looking for 11,000 people to work on it. It's supposed to be an electric train, a high-speed train that would travel 218 miles. And I think, I think what, it would be in a two-hour, 10-minute span. Now, it's not going to take you to Santa Monica Pier. It sounds like it's going to take you to Rancho Cucamonga. And Rancho Cucamonga is kind of nice because it's off the 15. So if you have to go to San Diego, if you have to go up to go to the Inland Empire and or you want to go you know, to L.A., it, it's a it's a great hub. Of course, many of us are like, well, now what do you do in Rancho Cucamonga? Well, apparently there are other transits uh, stations that you would then be able to jump onto. So you make the artery, you, you make that straight jet you know, to the Rancho Cucamonga Station, and then you would you know, branch out to where you need to go. And um, I, I'm actually a fan. I might not ride it early on, because you know, but I'm actually a fan of us starting to do what Europe does in terms of um, <laughs> merci, enchanté. I love the fact that in Europe you could take a train anywhere. You know, people think going to Europe is only for the bougies and the rich people. I thought that, too, until I was able to pull some miles together, get over there. Once you're over there, it's cheaper than traveling in America. Traveling in America is very expensive. 
when you have airplanes, when you have to rental car and all that, but you hop on a train, it's cheap. And in Europe, I took I went from Paris to Amsterdam, through Brussels, through you could take trains anywhere. You know, and and get around. You can even take a train from England because you know it goes under the um under the channel to, to you, you take trains everywhere and it's not as expensive as traveling in the United States. So I have been wondering when we would do more of a, and these are high speed trains. I, I've, I've been wondering when are we going to do a you know, much better job of having sort of public transportation that we could do that's uh, um, echoes what the parallels, what, Europe does. Now, some of you are probably thinking to yourself, wait a second, two hours and 10 minutes from Vegas to Rancho Cucamonga. Okay, I could get to Barstow in two hours. I could get to Victorville, right, about two and a half hours. So it's not super duper. We're not talking 200 miles an hour. Okay, so it's, I know some people are like, okay, I don't want to go lightning speed. And then, you know, a bunny rabbit comes across the track and we're done for. And I also understand we've had a lot of train derailments. Train derailments happen pretty frequently, and we don't always hear about it in the news. So, I, I again, something like this derails, that could be some serious stuff. So I, I'm asking you guys, you know, are you, uh, if something like this would happen, you know, how quickly are you to jump on it? You know, would you, day one, say I'm there? Would you kind of, uh, let me just wait and see how it is and maybe try it out once? That's me. Or would you be like, oh, hell no, I want my car. one eight seven seven doc dolly one eight seven seven D O C D A L I. But, you know, I've traveled a lot in the car. My parents didn't have money to travel by plane, so we would always, you know, drive everywhere we had to go. And we didn't really go much except to California or to and from California because I was born there and we had family there. And, and you know, for me, I'm very used to the highway. I love highway driving. I would do the Reno to Las Vegas drive all the time when I was in medical school because I couldn't afford a plane ticket. And for me, remember, gas was like 90 cents a gallon at the time. So it was cheaper for me to just gas up my little truck and go, you know, drive seven hours, peeing in Tonopah or Goldfield, and then, um, uh, you know, saving money on a, you know, so I didn't have to spend $60 on a flight. <laughs> I didn't have $60. I'm sorry. So, you know, we, I think, you know, a lot of us do like highway driving. I get bored, but as long as I have my music or I have an audio book or I talk to people on the ride, but highway driving has its own risks. And so I would be in even more support of this if we find that it is eliminating some of the deaths that are happening on the road. You know, when when people get grumpy, one of the reasons why this is being brought up is if you've ever driven to Las Vegas on a Friday, you know, or driven back from Vegas to California, Southern California on a Sunday, you are stuck in bumper-to-bumper traffic, sometimes not moving. And people get grumpy. And they'll start, you know, and they get antsy. And they get impatient. They'll start driving on the side of the road. They'll try to cut people off. And it's it's dangerous. I mean, I, I I really don't like the road to Phoenix where you only have one lane. It's just a two lane highway. So people are trying to uh, pass other cars when you have to drive into oncoming traffic. I can't stand that. So at least, you know, the I-15 and most interstates are, are pretty good in terms of eliminating that. But the 
I, I've known people's, you know, family to have died on the road. I've, I've, I've been in accidents on the highway, and you know, it's, it's something that we need to kind of decide what is the safest way to do it. And highway driving is one of the most dangerous. times when you operate your vehicle even though more accidents happen within a five mile radius of your house because you're not paying attention you're used to the streets whatever the more dangerous deadly are on your highway trips that's why they always say that memorial day weekend is one of the deadliest weekends of the year because of traffic accidents because people are getting out of dodge you know they're done with the school year let's pile up the kids in the car and let's head to disneyland so I, I I like the idea of a high speed train, but I'm nervous about it. You know, and are we going to have enough people? You know, are we going to uh, be able to get the eleven thousand people to construct it? Um, is it going to have issues like we're seeing with Boeing, where now, oh my gosh, they're getting sued for what happened with the Alaskan airline where a panel flew off mid flight? I mean, that's that's frightening. Are we not going to have enough oversight? I think we can all agree that the Department of Transportation has been struggling recently, and there's been a lot of issues, whether it's the FAA, whether it's near misses in, um, you know, on, on uh, tarmacs, whether it's train derailments, whether it's, um, you know, I, I, issues at the airport. I mean, the, these are things that, that, you know, if you're going to convince people to do something, you know, you want to make sure that they feel that you've done the proper oversight. Uh, and then I'm dying to find out what the price is going to be because if they're going to make that the cost of an f1 ticket i don't think a lot of people are going to then take it one eight seven seven doc dolly don't go away Are you afraid to go to the mailbox because of letter after letter from the IRS? Are they stacking on more and more penalties and interest? By now, you know the problem won't go away on its own. Don't let the IRS chase you to your grave with penalties and interest and liens and levies. You need real help now. I'm Dan Pilla. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I help thousands of people solve tax problems they thought couldn't be solved. I can help you too. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com. danpilla.com. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. Addictions can sneak up on us and come in many forms, whether it's drugs, alcohol, sex, video games, porn, or something less obvious such as food, internet, or shopping. Addiction can seem innocent at first and then evolve into an insurmountable evil. In our book, Addiction Basics, Caitlin Kalikas and I dive into the common addictions and provide tips for identifying and preventing these before they sneak in and take over our lives. Addiction Basics can be found on Amazon or on my website, drdalia.com. Check it out. Fantasy football season is coming, but sadly, too many of you are taking the bench while the country takes part in one of the most exciting and lucrative industries out there. Don't know how to play, huh? Well, huddle up and listen. Sports analyst Paul Kalikas and I have written a fantasy football pocket guide for beginners. This book walks you through the basics and shows you how simple and lucrative joining and creating a fantasy football team can be. 
Read our Fantasy Football Pocket Guide for Beginners found on Amazon or follow the links on Twitter and Facebook. That's Fantasy Football Pocket Guide for Beginners. It's time you get into the action. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now, before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com. It's obvious the unthinkable continues. Most Americans know something very wrong is happening. People in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. But you know better. That's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage. And you should, too. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, are the ones you can trust. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $200 on each three-month food kit you purchase. My Patriot Supply also sells solar generators, gravity-powered water filters, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship that same day and arrive quickly on your doorstep in unmarked boxes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. Time is running out to prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Dr. 
Dr. Dolly Show. Thank you all for tuning in. One eight seven seven Doc Dolly. One eight seven seven D O C D A L I. So, you know, many of you ask where my political leanings are, and uh, you know, obviously, my dislike for Obamacare could uh, stereotype me. But where I stand on a lot of things, especially when it comes to health care, is common sense and doing the right thing. So if I disagree with the COVID mandate, doesn't mean I'm anti-vaccine. It doesn't mean I'm MAGA. It doesn't mean I'm, I support Biden. It just means that I'm using common sense. Yeah, and, and when it comes to LGBTQ, AI plus uh, gender affirming care and how we approach minors, you know, with what I'm seeing is happening in the schools, um, I start to wonder if it's becoming a little hypocritical. If you're really looking out, let's say, for a child with gender dysphoria and you're really worried about their suicidality, and you are making a case at school saying we cannot tell the parents, then you're not doing gender-affirming care. You're not supporting that gender dysphoric patient because if they are at risk for suicide, then you want all hands on deck, especially those who are with the child 365 days of the year. You also then don't want that child miss gendered so wouldn't you want the family to know so the child isn't misgendered 365 days of the year so the problem i have is when they make these public health policies they're actually possibly doing more harm than good and so if you speak out they go oh okay well it's because you're on the other side politically no i just want it done right LGBTQAI plus uh, 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 recognition and access to health care and treatment, let's say, for those who have gender dysphoria is an art. It's an evolving art. It's a there are medical protocols. And I just get so angry when I see people do the wrong thing in the name of being an activist or trying to help them. So one of the latest headlines is the World Health Organization has a transgender health policy committee. Okay. All right. But apparently uh, Fox News and Daily Mail is reporting that most of the members don't have medical background. They might be gender activists. But they don't have medical background. And this is for not transgender public policy. This is transgender health policy. Uh, Why not? Why don't they have more people with medical backgrounds? The World Health Organization published brief online biographies for each of the 21 members of the panel in December, which has been tasked with coming up with a guideline on how countries should treat people suffering from gender dysphoria. Gender dysphoria is such a challenging medical and psychological diagnosis that you need all medical hands on deck. I get you might be in support of that. That's fine and dandy. But if you're going to be making guidelines, because that's what these countries need. These countries need to know what happens to their fertility. Will I get sued? 
as we're starting to see now lawsuits come from people detransitioning, saying, whoa, 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 you didn't tell me this would happen. Countries need guidelines, and they they need medically sound and studied and evidence-based guidelines. But you're not going to have a panel full of doctors or medical professionals? According to a news release put out by the World Health Organization, the guideline, quote, will provide evidence and implementation guidance on health sector interventions aimed at increasing access and utilization of quality and respectful health services by trans and gender diverse people. All right. There are 21 members, 11 of them, no formal medical training. Ten have medical backgrounds. Now, are these medical backgrounds psychiatry? Endocrinology? Fertility? Oncology? I mean, we know there's cancer risks with hormones. Hematology due to blood clot risks. If you do have medical professionals and some of the people on the panel, apparently eight are full-fledged doctors, uh, what are their specialties? How do we know that your son, who you're going to be giving estrogen to, is not going to get a blood clot and die? How do we know your daughter is not going to have fertility issues when they do want to have a child? See, see, th- this is what's, what's interesting. You know, I... Uh, some of the arguments that are being made is, you know, some people gender dysphoria, they don't, they're fine not having fertility. But uh, I thought one thing that has been happening is people who are transgender men, transgender females want to have babies. Why are we assuming, you know, we're doing puberty blockers. We're doing, you know, uh, why are you not allowing and making the decision for them to not reproduce? What if they do want to have the ability to reproduce? Oh, they could adopt. What if they don't want to? I mean, you know, we're trying to be progressive. I get that. But sometimes the more progress you're making, the more you're actually hurting the individuals trying to help. And so, you know, where do I stand? I stand by, if you're going to do this, do this right. You have a child that is depressed. And a counselor who talks to them about the options of why they might be depressed brings up one option is, is it because maybe you feel like you're in the wrong body? Huh, yeah, I never thought of it. I don't think I like being a girl. Yeah, I think I'd rather be a boy. Okay, all right. Uh, Was that decision long and hard? Was that well established? Does a child who's eight... Before they slowly start changing, because these kids are having puberty early now. Does that child is eight? Does that child understand what life as a transgender would be like? Does that child who's eight understand if you know what fertility issues might happen? And that the average child who's eight has no idea if they want to have babies. They probably say no. You know, and and so a child who's eight cannot get, make informed consent. So, get a family member involved. Oh no no no, we can't get a family member involved. Why not? Well, because they'll kill the child. Okay, I I don't know of that many cases. Trust me, I want to prevent kids from being killed from their parents. But I think the average number of children being killed by their parents is not because of transgender issues. 
if suicidality is a result of transgender issues, then you want to make sure everybody at home can do suicide watch. You want to make sure that child gets the care they need. You cannot, as a school, when you are trying to also teach them math and reading and all that, also provide the deep psychological counseling and medical care that that child needs without involving the family. You're doing them a disservice. You got to get the family involved. So if a World Health Organization is going to have a health committee that doesn't necessarily have all the specialties covered, do you have the therapist? Do you have the fertility doctor, the oncologist, the hematologist, the endocrinologist, the family medicine provider? Do you have the the urologist, the gynecologist? Then I don't think it's an adequate committee. One eight seven seven Doctor Ali. It's obvious the unthinkable continues. Most Americans know something very wrong is happening. People in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. But you know better. That's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage. And you should, too. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, are the ones you can trust. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $200 on each three-month food kit you purchase. My Patriot Supply also sells solar generators, gravity-powered water filters, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship that same day and arrive quickly on your doorstep in unmarked boxes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. Time is running out to prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com We all have heard about the benefits of fish oils, but what about the presence of heavy metals, PCBs, dioxins, furans, and other contaminants found in fatty tissues of fish? GCNteam.com recognizes this risk and offers IFOS certified tested omega-3 fatty acids. EPA, DHA insist on IFOS omega-3 fatty acid certification. Get the best at GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Anyone can fall victim to moving fraud. Know your rights and responsibilities. There was never really a valid contract. Movers must always give written estimates. I was bound to an estimate, but it was after the fact. Be sure that any document is complete before signing it, and that it includes information to determine the final charges. It was a version that I had not seen before. Visit protectyourmove.gov to download a free moving fraud prevention guide. Search for registered movers and view their complaint histories. Move with confidence.